Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. Now, that might be the mission of the nonprofit that you work at, or if you are a freelance grant writer, uh, the many missions that your different clients have as nonprofit clients. All right, guys, so I'm totally going to get into it today. I love, 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 love this episode because we are talking about how grant writers should stop consulting for free. Yes, the F word, right? Okay, so we have the free word today. Um, We're definitely going to talk about it. We have real conversations here and um, definitely building upon even last week's podcast where we talked about why and how female grant writers are struggling with pricing. Very great episode. I've actually gotten a lot of good feedback and a lot of discussion started on that. And I'm just really excited that we can continue that conversation today. Definitely bringing up a lot of the things that might be in the back of your mind while you're out there, but bringing it to the the fore focus, the forefront focus. (laughs) So anyways, we're bringing it in. We're focusing in on it. All right. So before we get started today, I do want to announce um, I do have a master course and you're like oh my gosh Holly you just said don't give it away you're consulting for free well there is a little disclaimer we're not really going to talk about it today so much but when you are doing marketing you can have a bit of that free into it but it's really a strategy so definitely another podcast for that where I can talk about when you should start doing um, some free marketing not consulting today we're start we're just talking straight up consulting. So we're talking about the actual grant writing, the writing of grants, not about um, talking about different services, but actually the writing of grants, why you should stop doing that for free. All right. And doing like intense consultation with nonprofits, stop doing that for free. We're talking about that today. But um, if you want a little sneak peek for my marketing, (laughs) so definitely um, you and I want to check out the freelance Grant Writing 101. It's one hour alive with yours truly. And I'm going to talk about the three M's. So we're going to look at mindset, money, and management. So if you're thinking about starting a freelance grant writing business, like if you want to like transition into that, or maybe you've transitioned recently and you just haven't really gotten it off the ground, you're maybe thinking about throwing in the towel, stop, come to my training on October 13th. And that's at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 188, where you can also see the entire article of today's podcast and tons of links, as well as sign up for that masterclass. So uh, do show up. It's going to be great. Um, A lot of information about how you can actually start as a freelance grant writer. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it today. Why grant writers need to stop consulting for free? What? Did I just actually say that? Yes, I did. I typed the F word. Yes, that one that makes most grant writers shiver in your sleep. And no, I'm not cussing, but maybe this word should be a bona fide swear word, right? Free. 
I know it haunts you. It's interesting that as a grant writer, your skills can have one of the biggest impacts on increasing funding for nonprofit organizations. However, you will still be serenaded by nearly every nonprofit, not to mention individuals looking for that magic grant um, to actually write grants for free. This has always puzzled me. Grant writers have technical writing skills to find and secure funding, and in many cases, secure millions of dollars for nonprofits. However, many organizations seek out grant writers and some even guilt trip them into writing for free or giving away all their knowledge at no cost. Yes, I love you out there, nonprofits, but I do find that this is kind of, um, you know, just a myth in society that a lot of nonprofits have kind of jumped onto that, oh my gosh, we don't have any money and we need everything for free. And, you know, can we get grant writers to write grants for free? Like re they really do kind of fall into that when you as a nonprofit organization, um, you know, there's a lot of scarcity mindset in that. And mindset is one of the things to really work on in a nonprofit, right? You're still going to pay for a lot of the services that you have, right? So thinking that, you know, someone should write grants for free just because you don't have money is kind of a weird place to be, right? We're not really going to go into mindset today, but definitely that's something I wanted to touch on. And I'm not trying to shame you at all. I'm just saying that there is definitely a lot of pervasive, um, systematic kind of, um, you know, thought process of scarcity kind of entwined with nonprofits. And it's something that more successful nonprofits have gotten out of, and that's why they're successful. Um, so let's go ahead and say, the thing is, is that there is a time and a place for the F word. And I'm not talking about that F word, I'm talking about the free F word. <laughs> yep, free can be a pathway at times, but not always. So if you are haunted by the free word, not sure when to start charging prices for your grant writing services, or constantly get people asking you out on a coffee or a Zoom date to just real quick go over some grant related questions, then keep on listening. Chances are, if you are in any of the categories above, you are feeling undervalued. You might be wondering why you don't get paid well when you see those hundreds or even millions of dollars come into the nonprofit. Or you might be wondering how in the world you can make it as a grant writing consultant at, because you feel like no nonprofit can pay for your services because that's what you're hearing. Side note, nonprofits can do and should figure out ways to actually get money and pay for your grant writing services. You have skills. Right now, you're listening to this podcast. You're investing your time to learn about how to become a better grant writer. So very important, your time is valuable, you guys. So if you are in a, in a position, you know, where maybe you're retired and you don't need to work, you have ample monies coming in and you are doing this as a part of your way of giving back, that's fine, okay? I'm not talking to you today. You're awesome, that's great. But I'm talking to those of you who you wanna do this as a job. You wanna do this as a career. Maybe you even want to do this as a business and you want to get paid for it. Um, so let's talk about that, right? I really wanted to address this issue as of I have seen way too many grant writing consultants 
play jump rope over the ever changing line of boundaries, not sure where to land or how to start stop jumping with wondering, should I give my this time? Should it just be a one off that I write a grant for free? Or now that I've started volunteering, I don't know how to pull back and actually have the conversations how to get paid. And I was once there too, right? I get it. And that's why I'm so passionate about um, really coming out of this and really speaking up on behalf of so many people that feel stuck here. All right, so let's first talk about when to actually write grants for free, potentially, okay? Because I hear you yelling the B word, <laughs> but, but Holly, but Holly, but Holly, what about this? What about that? There is a time and a place when a grant writer can do some free grant writing. But remember, these are few and limited. So I'm going to talk about two of, the, two of the ways, okay? Number one is when you are building your grant writing skills, right? So if you have no experience, then writing grants is one of the best ways that you can actually build up your grant writing skills very quickly. I always say that. Holly, how do I build my grant writing skills? Write grants. <laughs> So, of course, you can also take grant writing courses, which I have a grant writing master course that is amazing. Nearly a thousand students have gone through that. Read grant writing books. I've written one of those too. <laughs> you can also be a grant reviewer to also build your skills, right? But if you have never written a grant before and really want to learn, then sometimes grant writers may start off as a volunteer or an intern for a nonprofit to build up their skills. And they may take a course along with that or read a book, etc. But really saying, okay, I'm going to build my skills. How do I start? Right? So that is one of the disclaimers of saying, okay, you might offer your grant writing services for free if you are in that position. However, Big butt here. However, you must remember that your services will not always be free and you will build your grant writing experience and skills very quickly. So if you are going to do this, i.e. offer your grant writing services for free um, as a volunteer or an intern for a nonprofit, then you must, must, must be sure to do the following. No ifs, ands, or buts. Do this. Have a conversation with a nonprofit leader before you get started, okay guys? And let them know that you will volunteer your grant writing services for either a certain number of months, i.e. three months, or up to a certain number of grants, i.e. one foundation grant or one federal grant or whatever that may be. Have boundaries and say them from the very beginning. Then let them know that after that, after that duration of time, or after that many grants, you would like to sit down again as you will then start charging for your services. Say it from the beginning, okay? Because if you are starting from the ground up, this is the most important conversation you can have. Because if you do not have this conversation, just think about it, you know, if you don't have that, it's gonna get awkward, right? Without this conversation, it is nearly guaranteed that you're gonna start seeing the value that you contribute to the nonprofit but you're not going to see a reciprocal value, i.e. get any kind of benefit from it other than, you know, of course, like winning grants is always a great benefit. But if you're doing this to actually make money and that's just going to start draining you, you're going to start getting a little resentful and you're going to experience anxiety about bringing up the conversation to get paid. OK, but if you have the conversation before you get started, 
a lot of good things are going to happen. The executive director is going to know in the back of her or his mind that there is an end date to your free services. And if they love you, they're already going to start thinking of ways to pay you. Plus, both parties will know that the conversation is coming up and it's not one that's going to, a looming thing that's going to keep you awake at night because both of you will know that it's coming up. You are also going to feel so much more valued and you're going to start off way more professional. Have this conversation first, all right? Now, if you've already been volunteering, you're like, but Holly... I've already been volunteering for a few months. I didn't have that conversation. And now it has been keeping me awake at night because I have been writing grants. I have been building up the skills. You know, even if none of the grants you got awarded yet for the nonprofit, that doesn't matter. You're still writing grants. You're still putting together programs. You're still building capacity for the nonprofit, right? So how then do you go about having that conversation? Well, it's one that you just have. I've been here for a few months. I've done this, this, and this. Show the value, right? You got to show the value. This is how many grants I wrote. This is, um, you know, how many programs I've been able to help develop, i.e. business plans put in place. Um, yeah, so even if you haven't gotten this funding secured, right? If you have, of course, you would add that onto it. Um, you know, all these are the things that we've gotten in place, da, 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 da. And now I'm at a point where I am going to start charging for my services. So these are my rates. That's as easy as it can be, guys, okay? Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. All right, so, but if you haven't started and you're like, but I still need to build my grant writing services, I do wanna do it for for a few months, have that conversation first. You'll thank me so much. (laughs) All right, the second time you may want to give away your grant writing services for free. Okay, you may wanna write a pro bono grant. So pro bono means basically you're gonna do this service for free, right? One, and I said, not grants, I said grant, singular, okay? Remember, this is up to you. One of the reasons you may wanna do that is because you're sitting on a nonprofit board of directors or one of your family members is a part of a nonprofit and it's like a gift you wanna give. It could even be a Christmas gift, like how cool is that, right? So um, an an example I always like to use is that I do sit on a couple of different uh, nonprofit board of directors and I may write one grant per year at no cost. But let me be loud and clear, you do not have to do this. Your board services do not include grant writing, okay? They're not gonna expect everybody on your board to write grants. Um, And if they do, they do. That might be a different conversation, but you know what you're getting into when you start. Okay, so just because you are a grant writer, many people are gonna want you on their board because they automatically think free grant writing services. All right, but that's really not the case. You need to draw a line in the sand. You may choose to volunteer your time and write one grant per year and let them know that this is your gift in addition to your board duties. So be very clear, this is not a part of my every board's duties or responsibilities, but if you want to do that and you have the time and the capacity to do that, you can, but don't feel like you have to. But if you are going to do that, Give the nonprofit a letter showing them the value of your grant writing services and then their discount, right? Make sure you keep that for your tax purposes as well. Just remember, if you do decide to write one pro bono grant, stipulate that it is one or whatever number it is. Otherwise, you are going to get grants thrown at you left and right. And this could be a real pain when you are writing grants for clients that pay and now all of a sudden you have competing time for free grants, all right? Um, 
The other thing you might want to do too is a lot of nonprofits, so if they have different sponsors that contribute things like a media sponsor who will give them airtime at no cost, right? And they're going to show the value of that airtime. So it might be like PSAs, like public service announcement or whatever they're going to do, right? Um, and they're going to show, they'll already, you can copy what they're doing, right? They're going to show them it's $10,000 value because every 30 second or 20 second um, cut is this, this actually costs this much. So we're actually, we're going to give you this $10,000 package at no cost, but we want to have um, our logo on all of the things that you do. And we want to have, we're a major sponsor, right? So we want to be that. So if you are going to contribute your grant writing services um, and write a grant, you know, that could be a $5,000 or $10,000 gift. So if they are having sponsorships in that way, you should also be a sponsor then, right? So just something to show back um, that that can help with marketing as well. All right. Um, but I guarantee you the board of directors won't assume that every other business owner will just give their skills for free with no boundaries, right? Um, so remember that you can write as many as you want for free, but remember this is a blurry line, especially if you're a freelance grant writer, because that is your bread and butter. So, um, for some reason, many board of director members assume free services from grant writers, lawyers, and accountants that serve on boards. Yes, it's great to be able to contribute if you're able to, but it's also fine to not contribute and donate all the skills you do above and beyond your board duties, right? So you can just be a board member and say, okay, I'm fine with that. I don't need to give above and beyond just because of my title and my skills. I can still give all my responsibilities, okay? so. Let's move into our next situation now when you should not give away your grant writing services for free. This is a big doozy and I'm sure I'm gonna hear a lot back from this one. <laughs> All right, so we talked about situations when you might think about giving your grant writing services away for free, but remember they are few and limited. So if you have no grant writing experience and you wanna volunteer at a um, nonprofit, but you have to remember set a certain number of months or a certain number of grants and that's it. And then already have the conversation that then you will pay. The other situation is if you're sitting on a board of directors um, for a nonprofit and maybe you wanna give a grant writing service to them. But remember the same thing, it's not just open door season for the entire time that you're sitting on the board. Do give a boundaries again, okay? Remember your boundaries. Now, when you should not do it, and this is when I see most people doing it. I see people doing this all over the place, okay? Discovery calls, all right? I'm gonna talk about why you should stop giving your value away. All right, when a discovery call is consulting and why you should charge. So, I know you're thinking I forgot about this freebie. The ever so popular discovery call or 15 minute free consultation call that on the bottom of nearly every grant writers consultants website webpage has this, right? So what's the call to action when they come to your website? Free 15 minute consultation call. And that's how you're getting your leads. And that could work as a part of marketing. Like I said, we're gonna talk about this on another um, podcast. But overall, I wanna talk about when these discovery calls actually turn into free consultation and why you should stop doing that. And I'm also gonna show you how you can stop doing that. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Here's my beef with free discovery calls. Very rarely are they discovery calls are merely 15 minute consultations. Very rarely means pretty much never. 
And I used to do this too. All these things I'm sharing with you is I'm sharing you my lessons learned, you guys, okay? Because everybody else is doing this. And I would get so many people wanting a free discovery call. You think, oh, this is great. I'll just do it statistically. Like if I get 100 free discovery calls, I'll get at least a few clients out of that. And that might be true, but what is the cost of those 100 free discovery calls, all right? So sure, some people would buy me a coffee if I was lucky, but many others would just not show up to those freebie calls. And if you are a freelance grant writer and you've been having your 15-minute consultation call, um, you know. <laughs> you know this, right? But that started costing money to yours truly. How's that? Well, I would hire a sitter to watch my daughter drive through traffic to get to a coffee shop to get to that discovery call, which might, fingers crossed, turn into a pitch and then a client. This is all a part of an investment of a freelance grant writing company though, right? Isn't this all a part of it? No, it doesn't have to be, all right? But for many grant writing consultants who are primarily women, remember, we think it is, we, we think that we have to do this. We think that we have to give things away for free in order for people to actually be interested in our services, which is complete BS, all right? So all in all, I got tired of it. And I know you might be saying, but just, I remember the good old days, Holly, where you would actually have to hire a babysitter and drive somewhere, but now you can do it on Zoom. That's easy and quick. And if it's a no-show, it's 10 minutes of your time. But here's the thing. Zoom is almost worse because you can get more people just wanting to pick your brain and yeah, then you actually put on your makeup that <laughs> day wake up early for a call or just switch gears knowing that that's on your to-do list for the day and that person still might be late or a no-show. Actually, it's a lot easier for them to be in some ways, right? And the thing with this is what I don't like is a lot of people just want to pick your brain. Picking your brain will always, 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 always lead to a consultation, all right? So not just a discovery call where you pitch your services, but a good portion where you give away strategies and solve problems all for free. Now, if you give away discovery calls or 15-minute um, consultation calls, you know that a lot of times you're giving away so much of your knowledge for free, right? Um, you know that you're actually putting a lot more out there than getting in return a lot of the times. So that's really not advantageous for you. I actually got so fed up with free discovery calls and free consultations that I started actually charging for them. And guess what happened? One, I never have a no-show anymore. Two, I never have a late person. Three, I have fewer calls. Thank goodness. But they were all higher leads. Four, I connect with nonprofits and people and um, freelancers out there who are serious. I also have some people just say to me, but Holly, I don't need a, I don't need a coaching call. I just need to pick your brain. I just need a few minutes. Guess what? Picking my brain is a coaching call. You are an expert, even if you've only written a few grants and have, and someone who has no grant writing experience is asking you questions, you know more than them. And someone is asking for your hard earned knowledge for free. Like I said, right now you're listening to this. You are investing your time, which is valuable. You are learning, you are up leveling, right? So now to turn around and give that away for free, ah, all right, think about what your value is. 
And my coaching calls are actually called Pick Holly's Brain (laughs) because I want to be crystal clear on that my brain and expertise is worth a lot. And big shout out to Michelle Rohr for that clever title. She actually uses that as well, um, a lady that I've been working with for years. And I love that because I kept saying, well, people aren't really asking me for coaching a lot of times. They're just saying, hey, Holly, you know, can I grab you a cup of coffee and pick your brain? And I said, it's exhausting. I'm feeling undervalued. And, you know, I was kind of sharing my frustrations with it. And, you know, she said, she goes, no, I call my pick my brain. She's like, feel free to use it too. So all you guys listening out there, feel free to use it. And it is also like, oh yeah, you want to pick my brain? Here's a link, right? And I actually have a Calendly link and they can book and they have to pay in advance, right? So they're going to be serious. And that's why I get people who I have no, like they all show up, right? (laughs) No, no shows. All right. So one of the ways I've also done this is if I'm going to write grants for an organization after they pay me to pick my brain, I can roll the cost of brain picking into their grant writing service contract, right? So if it's not just for coaching, but if it is like they're interested in getting my services, then they can pay me for an initial pick my brain or consultation, and then I can roll that in to their contract. And if this sounds familiar to you, it's because many lawyers actually do this. And I got it from my lawyer friend, Vanessa Williams, who does some rad work with nonprofit clients. Um, And it's been very successful. Um, but if you are still not convinced to get rid of those free minute, <laughs> free 15 minute discovery calls, um, and you're a zealot for it, I have one main recommendation for you to do immediately, um, that will hopefully, well, it will actually help, um, with get kind of vet the people who aren't really serious and they just want free stuff or they might not be serious and show up and are just wasting your time. I'm going to show you how to vet it real quick and just, it'll take you two seconds. Um, What you want to put on your website or what you want to put in your email is have a disclaimer that if someone books a discovery call or free 15 minute consultation with you and they are no show, they will not be eligible for another call or to work with you. Sound harsh? Well, Maybe, but I guarantee you will have people showing up more prepared and ready to hire you. And it just shows you are more professional and that you value your own time. So guess what? Other people are going to value it more, (laughs) right? So do put that disclaimer. If you will, if you are going to still keep those, but do think of, do I need to give away 15 minute consultation calls? Do I, you know, do I really need to do that? Can I just put a little video together instead that shows who I am? And if people are serious, they can book a time with me and actually pay for it. Maybe try that, right? Try that and see if you actually get, um, better leads, higher leads that are actually way more serious because that's what worked for me. And that's what I've seen work for a lot of people who has who have kind of switched over to this method and they have way fewer distractions so they can really focus on their business. All right. So to sum up, you have value as a grant writer. Be careful when giving away your grant writing consultant for free or just don't do it. All right, so, and if you love this article on figuring out how to stop giving away your grant writing services for free, do check out once again last week's because um, I talk about why female grant writers really struggle with pricing. So it's a really good one too. So we're really kind of doing some deep dives, but that are very practical 
for your freelance grant writing businesses. And of course, if you love this, do sign up to my masterclass happening on October 13th. And if you guys are interested, I can definitely talk more about why and when to give away um, free um, promotions and marketing as well. And a lot of people, it's interesting, just as a side note here before we close out today, are really thinking more about and doing it, getting off of social media, right? Um, and doing marketing just on different terms. So there's a lot that you can do. And this, um, what I wanna leave you with today is if you are a freelance grant writer or thinking about becoming one, um, and you know some of the stuff has really kind of touched you today, kind of touched home, then really think about what you're doing, right? All of the things that you're doing, your pricing, what you're giving away for free. Are you volunteering too much? Are you doing, you know, too many things? And how does it make you feel? If it's starting to make you feel undervalued and you're not really able to put the time and energy into doing things that let you up, really start thinking about that and writing those down. Um, we're going to touch on those more in the future. So I really want you to start thinking about what do I want to do in my business? Not what are other people telling, what, you know, all the other people kind of doing, what's the popular trendy thing to do right now? Put that out the window and just say, what do I want to focus on? How can I bring value to myself, not just to my clients, but also to myself? How can I feel more valued in what I do? How can I support myself first, right? So definitely that's something to think about. Um, because you are very valuable. If you know how to do grant writing, um, even if you've only been doing it for a short period of time, you have very awesome skills that so many people want, right? So don't just give it away for free because chances are you've invested your time, potentially even money in buying courses or books or learning how to do it or volunteering your time at nonprofits to write grants. All of that is super valuable and most people won't do that, right? So you do value your time and do think about what kind of things you want to really show up with as far as if you aren't feeling valued, how can you then feel valued, right? Take back your power in this. Um, say that, oh no, I actually, I actually charge for these things. And believe me, you're going to feel way better about yourself and you're going to start reaching the right kind of clients. All right, that's all I got today. So if you want to check out the entire article from today's podcast and all of the links, um, do jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 188. All right, lovelies. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.